Welcome to the Evolved Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Coach P. Welcome to today. Today's topic was inspired by recent events and conversations and what usually happens at this time of year. We, we have about three months left to go of the year 2022, you all. And when it comes to reaching your goals, whether they're fitness related, personally related, mindset related, trying to finish a major project, whatever it might be, we really have to take extreme ownership for our perspective, the choices we make, and ultimately what we're doing in order to achieve those goals. And there have been a number of things that have come to my attention um, among athletes and my students to where there is so many things we can do just a little bit better. You know, we, we do where I am under the belief that everyone has the intention of absolutely working hard each and every day. But are you 100% committing? Are you making the choices that are setting yourself up for success? And one of the biggest reasons that this was, you know, kind of on my mind heavy lately is because, you know, I'll see people, you know, go all out. They're, they're making the greatest choices, but then they're still leaving themselves just a little bit of wiggle room of which to either go towards the actual goal that they made or simply settle uh, for the lower half of the range. Um, and so this is a concept that has been talked about numerous times um, by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And if you guys are familiar with Dr. Benjamin Hardy, he's an environmental psychologist, uh, PhD. He's written numerous novels. Uh, no, not novels. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's written numerous books um, based off of his own research. The first one, Willpower Doesn't Work and Personality Isn't Permanent. And he really looks deep into how our environments are so important when it comes to the goals that we try to achieve. And so when we apply this to the fitness world and everything that we're trying to do on a daily basis, whether it's to improve our aesthetics, improve our health, weight loss, or as coaches trying to work with other people, even develop our own businesses, it's we really have to do our best to make sure that our environment is at its best or else it is going to be damn near impossible in reaching those goals. And the biggest examples that I can come up with as far as how to illustrate this point is when you go 85% of the way instead of 100 when it comes to changing your diet. This is actually an example that Benjamin Hardy uses in one of his most famous TED Talks where he speaks about one of the biggest reasons why so many people yo-yo diet nowadays and they lose weight, they gain weight, they lose weight, they gain weight, they lose weight, they gain weight is definitely due to the fact that they simply don't make that 100% commitment. They, they leave themselves 10 to 15% area to where they can still get back and slipping into those old habits that will take them right back to square one again, if not even worse. And this simply illustrates that, okay, this is the, re the biggest reason why we see so many issues with famous, notorious fad diets, such as the Atkins diet or, you know, intermittent fasting can sometimes be abused to where low carbohydrate diets, anything that's overly restrictive um, and gets to the point where an individual removes everything that they enjoy to where they have it set in their head that, oh, you know what? I'm going to just do this temporarily to get to my goal weight. And then I'm going to go right back to eating the way I was, or I'm doing this to get in better shape for my wedding or that graduation or whatever major event it might be. That's error. Number one, when it comes to your mindset right there, you're simply doing this as a means to an end, no real permanent change. And this is an issue because once you get to that goal weight or that goal physique or whatever that goal might be, although you were successful, you didn't make the 100% commitment to making this a lifestyle. And that is a major problem because then as soon as you get to that weight goal loss, you slip right back into those old habits. You start not tracking macros again. 
You start overeating. You start going out to eat again all the time without being mindful of your levels of physical activity or the foods that you're taking in. And it ultimately leads to mass hysteria, you know, cats and dogs living together. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite quotes of all time from Ghostbusters. Um, but I digress. It's here to illustrate the fact that because an individual did not 100% commit, they will not change. And Benjamin Hardy talks about this as a big problem when it comes to individuals trying to change their lives. And and unfortunately, from a health perspective, we do know that yo-yo dieting is now having a negative impact on an, an, an individual's ability to lose weight and keep the weight off. Um, and so it makes it much more difficult the next time around when they try to lose weight again. And so lots of science that goes into this. But without diving too much into the science, let's go into what we can do about this to help individuals really try to commit to what it is that they do. And usually it comes down to when you're putting value on something and developing habits that are going to last a lifetime. And so, and this is something we do at Evolve all the time is when we're, when we're coaching our athletes and our clients, we really try to establish them from day one saying, look, like our goal here is not to give you an overly restrictive diet. It is not to take away the things you enjoy. It's to tell you and teach you how to live this lifestyle. How can you prioritize healthy choices, whole foods, lean proteins, non-processed options, and how you can manage this in moderation with the things that you enjoy and developing that healthy relationship with food. That way, not only are we not being overly restrictive with your options, but we're also teaching you how to keep normal foods within your overall calorie balance that's going to not only prioritize your health, but also ensure that you're enjoying your life, but while also maintaining a healthy body weight and a healthy mindset and a healthy mentality going into how you live each and every day of your life. It has to be a permanent change. And the biggest thing that I usually get countered at with that is, well, how do I maintain my, you know, my gains after I get there? And then that's, you know, I have this talk with other coaches all the time. It's like, it, depending on how advanced you get is how many sacrifices you're going to have to make as far as what, how much do you want? How bad do you want certain things? So there's, there's differences in, you know, between being a bodybuilder and being someone who is simply healthy because the definition of healthy is different than what we often see on social media. And I think social media oftentimes misconstrues what might be realistic for most people. Um, and so not to, not to take away from individuals wanting to achieve their all-time favorite physique, but oftentimes when people lose 20 to 30 pounds, we see significantly higher improvements in health markers across the board, which can get people into healthy. And just by maintaining those habits, it's, I think it comes to a misconstruence of the image when we see people who have shredded six pack abs and huge muscles, that that's the ideal picture of health that we see on social media. When in fact, that couldn't be further from the truth. Health is what is a definition by your body. What is healthy? What is your what is your ideal body weight? What is your ideal amount of you know, sleep and everything else that's going to make you specifically healthy? A lot of what we see on social media oftentimes are lies. Um, and unfortunately, that 
that helps misconstrue the message that we often try to teach to many people is being ripped to shreds is a not healthy <laughs> and it's often not sustainable. Um, it's usually done for the purpose of stepping on stage for the purpose of an athletic reason um, to where that is an overall sport. It is not something that is absolutely healthy on the body and can actually be extra detrimental if held there for too long, um, particularly for individuals who get significantly low levels of body fat that can have a negative impact on the endocrine system. Um, and so that's something that I think we need to do a better job of, of coaches as, as coaches as well is to educate, okay, what, what a, are the healthy habits that we can maintain for the rest of our lives? And also what is actually realistic? What is the image of health for that person? Um, as super, super important things that we need to help establish and educate on others, because the images that we see on social media, oftentimes are often glamorized. They're often fake. They're often Photoshopped. Um, and oftentimes they're not even representative of what that person actually looks like at that given time. Because most of the time when we see a lot of these photos that we see on Instagram, these are for specific times of the year where they were shredded for a small amount of time when they had a photo shoot or they had a bodybuilding competition uh, or whatever marketing event that they had going on. And then they go back to somewhat normal later on throughout the year. You, you see actors and actresses do this all the time. And because we think that they're shredded and, you know, you know, lean as hell at all times of the year, that's actually false. That's actually at only certain times of the year when they're getting ready to perform or getting ready to, you know, look good for certain shots and movies when in fact if you see them at a normal time they are no no near as lean or as ripped to shreds as they were for those particular movies it's simply not healthy it's simply not sustainable um and so we really need to do a better job as coaches in educating in that realm um but as far as teaching you know how to 100 percent commit to things we also have to come into things with a better mindset when it comes to starting a weight loss journey or starting on down the fitness path and i think one of the biggest things we need to first set is we need to define what it is we're going to do what are the steps we're going to take in the plan one of the biggest mistakes that i see people make often is i'm going to do this much at least this much maybe this much and so and what i mean by that let me put that into english for you i'm sorry it's got to have working on my morning coffee here. <laughs> so getting my brain in order. Um, but let's say you want to dedicate yourself to cardiovascular programming. And within your programming, you say, okay, I'm going to shoot for three, maybe five sessions per week. It's like, okay, well, problem number one is we're going in with this mindset of a particular range. And the problem with this is that you're giving yourself something to fall back on if you don't reach the optimal amount. And so just to give you an example of what the optimal level of cardiovascular activity is for overall health, and longevity, it's approximately 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity per week. And so moderate intensity activity would fall anywhere underneath the category of 70 to 85% of your heart rate max during that entire bout of activity. Now that can vary from association to association, um, but it is the 150 minutes of moderate intensity per individual that is set by National Physical Activity Health Guidelines. And so let's say in order to achieve that, we set up a workout program for cardiovascular training specifically, not talking about strength training at the moment, where we do a number of bouts of activity per week, whether it's five sets, five days of 30 minute, um, minute sessions, um, or if we wanna combine that into vigorous because we can also Compute, compute that into vigorous training. So the options is usually 150 minutes of moderate or 60 minutes of vigorous training per week. We could divide that up differently amongst the week. 
and then have a three sessions of 30 minute sessions of vigorous activity or however it is we want to go about it. The biggest issue we find often is, is due to time constraints or schedules. Let's say someone made the goal of three to four sessions per week that they're going to shoot for. Well, it's great and all that you want to shoot for four, but if you're giving yourself that option that you're going to have a minimum of three, oftentimes when we start becoming more stressed out, we get involved with all the activities and events that we have planned during the week and we start to find out, oh, well, okay, maybe I don't don't actually have time to get that four. I'm just going to get that three. Um, when And although the three was the minimum that we did set for ourselves, why didn't we achieve the optimum goal? Why didn't we get the four? And honestly, I think a lot of it has to go with mindset and setting ourselves up for success. I see the same issue happening with individuals oftentimes when they say that they want to, you know, they, they know that they have a big event coming up on the weekend where they're going to have to you know, either change their behaviors during the week or hope and pray that when they get there to that event on that weekend day, that they're going to be able to put their best foot forward and be able to manage their habits well and not be able to go overboard and ruin whatever dietary plan that they're currently on. I see this a lot often with athletes and clients who, you know, have, have weddings on the weekends or they end up traveling or they have some sort of major event that they're involved in that they know is going to involve things like out, going out to eat or, consuming alcohol and et cetera, et cetera. And so, but instead of planning for what they're going to do they, during the week, they certainly set a, set the goal for themselves. I'm just going to continue to apply my my good habits on the weekends and, and, and not do anything too appropriate for that. And what usually ends up happening is <laughs> I end up working with individuals who will accidentally go overboard. It's like, well, how do you accidentally go overboard on that day? Why don't we plan for it? What was your mindset going into it? And I think a lot of people usually stress out about, okay, well, do I have to be extra strict during the week or should I, you know, just only apply being strict to that day? And it's honestly, if you go in the mindset to where, you know that you're you're going to do your best 100% every single day. You know, I'm going to I'm going to keep my macros at my current level that my coach gave me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday on that day of the wedding. Well, honestly, what ends up happening is, is you get to that point where you're just like, oh, well, you get this, you do really good, you know, Monday through Saturday. And then you get to that wedding on Sunday and then you start to think to yourself, oh, but this is, this is a once in a lifetime thing. This is such a special moment. I want to take part in these memories. Yeah. Pour me a drink. Okay. That, that one drink turns into two and that two drink turns into three. And then all of a sudden you've gone way over your calories for, you know, trying to maintain your weight loss goal at that time. And so, and then you stress out afterwards and you come back on Monday when you talk to your coach and you say, well, I'm actually really disappointed in myself. You know, I, you know, I told myself I was going to hundred percent commit. And then I ended up going overboard and now I'm in this crappy ass mindset going into the week two. And so, and that can wreak havoc. And a lot of people misunderstand the overall impact that your mindset can have and the stress levels received from not fulfilling the goal you set for yourself on your behaviors that next week, because that stress will not only negatively impact your choices, um, it'll also influence your physiology. Stress has a profound impact on your physiology, on your body, the way it behaves, your levels of cortisol. It'll influence your behaviors. It'll, it'll drive you more into a sympathetic state because you are stressed out about the previous events that occurred. And we, what we know more and more now from individuals who become overly stimulated and are pushed 
over into this more sympathetic dominance of their autonomic nervous system, it influences the way they make decisions. And we know, not, not to you know, get too scientific here, but we actually know now that when you are overly sympathetic, when you are too much fight or flight, when you're someone who overthinks, has a lot on your plate, you're going from event to event, you, you are stressed out. If you're too much in this fight or flight stage of your autonomic nervous system, that will negatively influence your ability to think clearly. Because we know that when you're in fight or flight too much, it actually blocks a particular aspect of your brain that is responsible for executive functioning. And it can prevent you from thinking through things logically. And when you are, when you are, when you have a negative impact on your executive functioning, executive function includes everything from decision-making, from reasoning, from being able to think rationally, being able to respond rather than react under stressful situations or when you're in conversations. And it can really negatively impact your choices, which can lead to not doing your cardiovascular training that next day or not planning your day out properly or not doing the non-negotiables that you had set for yourself that you do that keep your mindset right and so on and so forth. And so it can be really, really dangerous in a way to you know, overcommit yourself when you knew that you should have planned accordingly for that particular event that happened and then reaping the negative ramifications of the stress that occurred because you didn't meet your actual goal. And so, and so what I'm trying to say to, for this is set up your environment more appropriately, not only for your behaviors, but for your mindset. So if you know that you've got a wedding coming up this weekend, then you need to create a plan, not only for the behaviors and the actions that you're going to take, but your mindset going into it. And so, for example, the best way you could approach something like this is like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give myself the commitment that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm going to commit 100% to my goals of keeping within my calorie allotment that my coach has set for me or that I'm trying to achieve with my overall fitness goals. And as a result of my wedding being this weekend, I know that I'm going to want to enjoy life. I know that I'm going to want to connect with the loved ones that I'm going to be experiencing that event with. And so as a result, I want to be able to consume more food that day. I want to be able to have a little bit more flexibility. And so in order to have that, I'm going to go a little bit harder Monday through Friday. And I'm going to perhaps do some sort of strategy like intermittent fasting or carbohydrate cycling to keep my calories lower than normal on those days so that when I get to that point on that Saturday um, or Sunday when that event is, I'm going to have a little bit more fun. I'm going to have a little bit more relaxation. I'm going to have a little bit more of a clearance to be able to go into that, enjoy myself and not overdo anything and not overkill my goals. And so by Monday I can show up or you do it this way. And this is something that I actually recommended to one of my athletes the other day, telling this person, you know, maybe set yourself goal. You know what? I'm going to go hard Monday through Friday. And then I'm just going to give myself that overall time off on that day. Or I'm going to go into it saying, you know what, I'm going to give 85% this week. Okay. And that way I know that I'm going to be able to at least achieve the majority of my goals. And then whatever happens on Sunday happens and then get right back on that horse. Rather than saying 100%, I'm going to kick ass Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. That will avoid that negative mindset occurrence. So that you, when you show up the next day and be prepared to do so in the best way possible, you can be at a good place in your head that will go forward. Because if you can eliminate that stress, 
that will at least allow you to get right back on the horse, much more importantly. The way that you think about things is so much more important than what people understand. And it is something as a concept, as coaches, and as individuals who help and lead others in the health and fitness realm, that we really do a much better job of teaching. The way that you think will definitely impact your overall progress. And so it's it just comes down to that whole self-talk, you know, and being able to be more mindful of the way we think and the way that we approach our challenges on a day-to-day basis. And so, and I like to call that your overall environmental, uh, your overall mentality uh, environment that we try to set up for ourselves. And it's so, so important that we establish some sort of habit where we're consistently keeping ourselves in check so that we can make those better choices surrounding the way that we think. Because it's so easy to get knocked right off the horse. And because of our mindset not being set up in the right place, can make it more and more difficult to jump out of that rut and get right back. Because no matter what, this is life, you all. Things are going to happen. Events are going to take place. You're going to go to weddings. You're going to go to events. You're going to travel. Uh, Things are going to happen during the week. Your kids are going to have a soccer game or you're going to have to pick them up for school or you're not going to be able to get perfect sleep every single day. Something is going to happen at all times. And that is why it is 100% important to understand that it is your mindset that is the most prioritized aspect of your environment that you must keep in check so that you can respond the absolute best way to no matter what happens to help ensure your success. And so approaching our challenges in this fashion will do wonders for our overall goals, for achieving what it is that we need to achieve and keeping us in the mindset that this is a lifetime commitment, Uh, a lifetime commitment of health, a lifetime commitment of physical activity, of keeping our mindset in check and stress management. And that is the most important thing. And when we talk about that environment, not only do we need to make sure that we are mindful of our mindset, but that we are mindful of the way we design our overall approach. And so when it comes to setting ourselves up for success in our environment, it's A, surrounding ourselves with the right people, okay? If you are not surrounded by individuals who support or share your common goals for a healthier lifestyle, that will definitely make things more difficult. This is something we talk about in my coaching mastery class at the university. When it comes to helping individuals get out of their own way, oftentimes, you have to remove the stimuli that could potentially remove you from those goals. And so uh, one of my biggest examples that I like to use here is when it comes to productivity, let's say you're trying to get uh, certain assignments done or tasks done throughout the day. Um, And let's say you find yourself easily distracted when you're at your desk or when you're at your workplace. Well, step back and take a look at your environment. What things are in place there that are constantly distracting you? Is it the fact that you have access to the internet and you could easily hop on YouTube and watch videos? Or is it your cell phone that's pulling you away and disassociating you from whatever it is that you're working on? Uh, Are you constantly getting text message alerts? Is your door open? Are you listening to, you know, really jagged, you know, abrupt music that's, you know, taking you out of the workflow zone? And then are you are you prioritizing correctly? Is your is your time management environment set up correctly? All of these things go into your overall ability to perform to your maximum. And so and we can relate this to fitness and wellness as well. If you're at if you're trying to make sure that you're eating right, what is your environment like at home? Are you still purchasing items that are that make it easy for you to overconsume calories? Or do you still keep bowls of candy out in your living room? Um, do you, <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are you doing things that are t- 
tempting you to go back into your old habits. Um, oftentimes when I talk to people who have problems with screens and watching too much TV or watching too much things on their cell phones, uh, okay, then stop buying a television set for every single room. <laughs> you know, some I had some friends back in the day that I talked to when I was at the university during my graduate programs that would actually tell me that they would just completely remove TVs and not ever have a TV in their living room or even in their office or anything. That way there was no chance at all that they could be distracted. And because that's not in their environment, they are forced to do things uh, that do not involve mindlessly watching television. And it allows them to be able to really set themselves up for success. Um, and so it's applying things like that, being more mindful of your environment and being willing to take that step of changing your environment, knowing that this is going to be the best choice for you and what it is that you want out of your life. I can't I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to people and I talked about, well, you know, I know you're really busy and you have a lot of you have a lot of you know engagements. You have kids. You have uh, you have jobs. You've got certain things that you're trying to do with your lives, and you know you really want these goals of running you know this business to the max, or achieving this fitness goal, or getting that certification, whatever it might be. But then when it comes to becoming overwhelmed by the stresses of life and so forth, we usually result to mind nubbing habits um, such as watching television screens watching cell phones and getting involved in social media. We, we resort to overeating and drinking, all these different vices that are utilized, not because that you're thinking of anything negatively, but, but simply because that is taking you away from the stress that you're feeling from all the things that you have on your plate. Um, and so when it comes to being able to put our best foot forward, we need to become more mindful of these things and make better choices for setting up our environment to be more conducive to the goals that we're making. And sometimes that involves making sacrifices. And I think one of the biggest problems that we see nowadays is people just aren't willing to make that sacrifice for who, what they know deep down they want for the better version of themselves. And so we have to do a real gut check here and establish the fact that what do I need to do to be the best version of myself? And if that particular thing in my environment is not serving me, I need to cut it and I need to get it out of there. So that way I'm setting myself up for success. All right. Willpower doesn't work. This is one of the major themes that Benjamin Hardy educates us about in his talks, in his blogs, in his books. Willpower does not work. It's not enough. You can have the strongest, most powerful personality in the world. If you are not setting up your environment for success, you will be tempted. You'll be less likely to be able to stay disciplined when it comes to being able to put your best foot forward for the habits that you utilize and then commit to, to reach the goal that you've set for yourself. So to wrap this up, it is super important to realize that our environments are everything. Our mindset is everything. If we are not being mindful of our environment for our physical, for our physical success, for the choices that we make and for how we think, it will be very, very difficult in order to become successful. No matter if your goal is to complete a major project, to change yourself for the better, to lose weight, or to engage in a healthy lifestyle for life, your environment is everything. So cut out the garbage, remove what needs to be removed from your physical environment, from your mental environment, 
and from how you approach each and every week. Prioritize the habits that you need to do and be realistic with how you're going to approach events that come up in your life and the way that you approach what it is you're going to do after those events in order to get back on track. And be realistic with yourself so that you also understand that it is about having a balance and living life to the fullest in the healthiest way that we possibly can. This has been the Evolved Athlete Podcast. I hope that you all have gotten some great value out of today. Next week, look forward to another amazing episode we have coming up. We are going to be interviewing a good friend of mine back from Arizona who specializes in breath work, which will be a great follow-up to this particular episode, diving into breath work for performance and mindfulness as we push forward into this age where Mastering our mentality and our mind is more important than ever when it comes to success. I can't wait for you guys to, to listen to an awesome interview coming next week. In the meantime, please be sure to check out all of our pages on social media. All of us coaches have our each individual page where we push out great content each and every day related to fitness, nutrition, and overall health and wellness. You can find us all at at. <clears throat> Evolve HP on Instagram. We also have a Facebook community of the Evolve Health and Performance. And we also have our website, Evolve Health and Performance, as well. All right. Please share with as many as you can all the great information as we try each and every day to educate others on how to live the best life possible. We'll see you in the next one. Coach B's out.